Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. I beat you. <laughs> I'll let you go first. We call ears in our house listeners. Ears. Oh, mm-hmm. listeners. So yep. I'm actually saying hello, ears. You are. <laughs> in my household, you are. <laughs> and a mouth is a mush. I think it's yeah. a New South Wales word because you knew that word and I didn't. never met I anyone mush. that knew what it was. Yeah. Well, I'll wait for Liam and Samara to tell us if it's a New South Wales word or maybe Amy <laughs> or maybe Renata. One of our New South Wales members can tell me if mush is a word they also use. Mm. They're listeners. These things on the side of our head, they're listeners. Mm. Flappers. Flappers, yes. Well, we do have one child but, that definitely has flappers. But maybe that's just because I've got flappers. <laughs> well, I'm not a big fan of mine either. I wear big earrings so they look a little smaller. Yours look like they're tucked in a bit, Coxie. They are. They've Just got on like, the sides. Yeah. You've got a little do. elf thing going on. I do have, well, you know, maybe that's the Dutch in me. I'm not sure. <laughs> You've been working for Santa Claus. <laughs> there I'll, in be the a, I'll be able to start wearing a red suit soon, I reckon, if I keep eating the way I am. Well, we were just discussing our, <laughs> our tendency to eat our feelings. Eat my feelings, yes. I do eat my, I feelings. Could eat my feelings. <laughs> I, I often eat my feelings. I eat them in the form of. It's always something that I shouldn't eat, whereas you're a little bit more disciplined. You continue to eat well. You just eat more. I just eat more of it than I actually need to. I put my hands on my hips this morning in the kitchen, and and I was actually looking in the cupboard, listeners, as I was doing. (laughs) I put my hands on my hips to look in the cupboard, and I thought, ooh, what's that? (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't look in the cupboard. I think I'll close the cupboard now, and I'll go back (laughs) and sit on my bum in my office. Because that's about all I can do at the moment. So, well, I did buy a football today to replace my chair with. Do they make you fitter if you just sit on them? No, but they do engage your core. <laughs> and I figured that was probably the most exercise I was going to get done. So, and you're going to be bus. bouncing up and down, literally. Yep. As we're Bubble recording. Butt. So, it'll sound like this as you go past the microphone <laughs> with sitting going up and down. <laughs> Our clients are not going to be able to figure this out. It'll be just very weird for them. What is Nicole doing? <laughs> It'll probably be more like this time. What's she doing this time? Uh, indeed. This is not what we were talking about today, though. No, this is our preamble, listeners. Isn't that much better than five minutes of ad rolls from some of those other shows that you listen to? Yes, but those smart people actually make some money out of their podcast. <laughs> and we give away everything for free. Yeah, yeah. Good day to all the people out there with flappers um, who are listening to us use our mush to bring you information <laughs> and hopefully some learning, maybe some inspiration, a few giggles. Uh, we like to have a good laugh. Laughter's good. It's really good for you. Um, so today we're actually going to talk about perspective, but Coxie, I've got something to share and I deliberately withheld this information you from you so that I could share it on a podcast recording and then listeners with your flappers you can get a live pre-recorded perspective on Nicole's reaction now I did something on the weekend that I have wanted to do my entire life well for as long as I was consciously aware of the fact that 
this was something that existed. I've wanted to do it. And I did it on <gasps> I Saturday. I know what you did. You showed me a video. I know what it is now. Oh, no, it's a different one. No, it's a different oh. thing. Oh, <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> there is no video footage, unfortunately, because I didn't get my mum to film it. Oh, okay. Well, tell me what it is then. I Now, a lot of people will just be like, oh, really? Is that it? It's not that big a deal, but it's a big deal for me. Okay? I'll try and have the appropriate reaction. I'm feeling like there's a lot of pressure on me now. <laughs> I've built this up a lot, so you know yeah. it's going to fall flat <laughs> as a pancake. Uh, I actually landed multiple forward somersaults on the trampoline. Holy shit. From feet to feet. I'm really glad you didn't tell me beforehand because I would have lectured you because <laughs> I need you to show up to work. And you can't do that with a broken collarbone or a broken arm or a snapped neck. It Holy was so shit. cool. Really, though? Really? I've never tried it before. Mm. And I just, I did it on Saturday. Admittedly, it was at the big trampoline park in the indoor trampoline center. And I started in so the fun. in the foam pit mm. uh, and I landed a few there. And, and then I, but I had that nervy feeling. I got out on the, on the big trampolines with my darling wife and my, 10-year-old daughter who was looking at me like I was a weirdo. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, I want to do it, but I don't know if I should. And we've only got five minutes till the end of our session. Oh, no, nah, I won't. Um, but I want to. I've always wanted to do this and I've done it in the phone pit. How is this any different? It doesn't matter. I know how to tuck my head and not kill myself. So it took me about <laughs> three minutes to work up the courage. Meanwhile, my wife just did one. And, uh, <laughs> Showed me how it's done. Like, well, now I have to, don't I? Yeah, you do. And I nailed it multiple times. Wow. That's so uh, impressive. I'm pleased you didn't <laughs> hurt yourself. Thank you for coming to work today. Well, Roxy, you'll, you'll find this fairly amusing. My wife then decided that she needed to do more. She did one. <laughs> and I did a few. She's like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. I want to do another one. And then proceeded to dislocate her pinky toe oh, and sprain no. her ankle on the leg. <laughs> so she has oh, the no. worst purple and black pinky toe. Uh, sorry, listeners, but she popped it back into place at the trampoline center and um, she did a bit of pain. <laughs> I've got to tell you that there must be more injuries at those places than anywhere else. Oh, really there, was a, there was a small boy crying a lot mm. and he had a very fat ankle. Um, it's wild. Oh, there's so much fun. My, my, one of my kids in particular is particularly daring. You know exactly who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And so we've spent a lot of time at those kinds of places until, um, probably two years ago, maybe it was three years ago. Um, he fell wrong, heard a crack in his neck and thought he'd broken his neck. I've never seen a kid so scared in my life because he is the king of breaks. Like, <laughs> There's not too many bones in his body he hasn't previously broken. Um, but that was enough fear for him. He's never been back. Wow. They, they can be pretty scary. What well, are you scared of, listeners? Yeah. Ooh, there's a good question, Coxie. It is a good question. What are you scared of? I'm, I'm scared of heights and I'm scared of snakes, not spiders anymore. I hate snakes. They're so quick. Whoa. I don't like them. I am scared of, I'm not scared of grasshoppers, but I don't like the way they fly at my face. <laughs> you shouldn't have your head out the window when you're driving through a locust plague. <laughs> They're just so unpredictable, aren't they? I'm scared. I used to be scared of failure. There's a big omission. 
Not anymore because I don't look at failure the same way I used to. Mm. But I used to be very scared of failure and then I failed and realised that it's not the big deal you think it's going to be and then realised that my definition of failure or success wasn't right in the first place. I'm scared of cold weather. I know. That's why you don't come and visit me in Tasmania. Oh, no, that's right. I'm not allowed to. The whole country's in freaking lockdown. What are you scared of? Uh, I'm scared of being taken advantage of. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's um, it's one of my greatest fears is being uh, being taken advantage of. And not much else, really. So you don't mind snakes? No, or spiders. Well, actually, spiders, right. spiders, as long as they stay in their webs, are okay. Huntsmen's are a bit, mm, but I'll still, Jumpy. I'll still, you know, remove them from the house and all that stuff. We have a they? pet huntsman. I think I've told you about him. He's got <laughs> legs. I don't have to burn the house down. Like one of my mates, he'd literally just napalm the whole house if he had a spider inside. For a spider? Yeah, for a spider. Actually, it was a previous podcast guest. I can't think of anything else really that I'm scared of, Coxie. I'm scared Uh, of my loved ones dying. I've spent a lot of time being scared of that, actually, which is a silly thing. I think when... uh, you lose lots in life. Probably, I think that inoculates inoculates us. Yes, or me at least against having as much fear. I, I feel a bit of fear at the moment. Um, we did an episode, I think uh, Thursday or Friday last week. I can't remember which day it went up. Thursday. Where you and I talked about we'd had a bit of a day, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and we thought we'd just share that with you, listeners, so yes. that you know that we have days too. And I probably had another one of those days on the weekend mm. and I had a, I had a media blackout on Sunday so I could just recover. I just needed some recovery time. I think, I actually think we should all be having or withdrawing from the stuff that makes us fearful on a regular basis. And for many, mm. it's echoed on social media. Well, now that I've been speaking about snakes, I'm sure I'll have a hundred snakes on my Facebook feed later today. If your phone's listening to you. Yeah, always. Um, but, maybe, you know, I think you're absolutely right. And removing yourself from those situations that put ex- extra pressure on you can sometimes be super beneficial. And then if something you fear is part of your day-to-day life, that can be super challenging within itself. But there are always degrees of what you can remove, you know, whether it's, like you say, social media blackout or it's uh, not putting myself in a position where I have to deal with those toxic clients or whether not, and I don't mean our clients, I mean your clients. <laughs> not my clients. No, we've got good clients. Um, or whether it be, you know, turning off the news because there's nothing much on there that's going to help you right now. Taking active steps to control the controllable, maybe it all comes back to that anyway, um, can be super beneficial at a time like now. So I think that you absolutely did the perfect thing for you in turning off media and doing forward somersaults mm. trampoline and on sunday afternoon I, <laughs> I i did use media so i was watching youtube videos with my 10 year old daughter on the couch uh because it was my weekend with her and um we were watching mountain bike videos together mm-hmm. and one of the videos was on how to jump your mountain bike and i said do you want to go and try that outside and she looked at me and she's like but we don't have a jump and i said let's go make one and so I went and scrounged up a sheet of ply off cut and some blocks of wood and got the drill and the circular saw out. And we knocked up a little, a little uh, kicker, a little pop ramp, 
and we were doing jumps on the driveway. That's what you thought I was going to I did say. <laughs> I, did. I thought that might be the first time I was going to feel sad for you. You didn't get to do it when you were a kid. No, um, we used to build jumps as kids, but they weren't very professionally built and they caused a lot of injuries on <laughs> BMX bikes because <laughs> they'd usually collapse as you hit them. But you need the opportunity to fail. Here's another learning. Do, do, do. <laughs> well, I want to go back to the <laughs> Chuck Norris martial arts segue. <laughs> that was meant to be martial arts sound effects. Budget cuts here at Tradies in Business Podcast. <laughs> uh, we can't afford to download real sound effects. So it was just makes. <laughs> um, and I was doing the hands too. If, if you oh, wished yeah. you could see that. <laughs> I was doing the crazy martial arts hands. Anyway, Chuck Norris segue, listeners, uh, into being afraid of stuff and media blackouts and, you know, not focusing on the things that scare us. What we were going to talk about today, and here it is, 93 minutes in, is perspective mm-hmm. and how you can actually... Get some, as Jocko Willink says, and get some perspective, not from yourself, probably not even from the people in your house because they're really close to you, not from some of your other relos that you talk to a lot or your friends that you talk to a lot, uh, probably not from your customers. Don't ask your customers for perspective. That's probably not the best place to go either. <laughs> no. Is people that you respect or have time for or feel like you know they have i don't know i'll just say they have their shit together in in enough of a way that seeking some feedback from them on where you're at and how you're currently thinking and what their perspective is what's their opinion or their viewpoint because those people really do sit outside of our day-to-day life they're not embroiled in everything that's going on with us at the moment and so they often have a view that's not clouded by all that smog. Mm. And I myself am usually quite challenged by those outside perspectives when I've received them because I'm so convinced with my own echoes in my head Mm. that I find that my first response is to actually deny what they're sharing with me and, and break it down and, basically rebut it and debate mm-hmm. it. That's my first response, which is really dumb, Coxie. Yes, Warwick, it is. What's your first response when someone gives you a perspective that is quite different to how you're currently feeling in a scenario? I'm a listener. I use those things in my head called listeners. <laughs> and I probably uh, maybe my second point, well, it depends on how the information lands, I suppose. Sometimes it's really challenging and I think I'd like to learn more about that and other times it's really challenging and I dismiss it. So I feel like I've probably got a couple of different ways of dealing with that kind of information. It's going to find more information or it's just, okay, that was nice. Thank you for sharing and moving on. Just scroll on by. Sometimes I can... Where there's consistency of information, I get a bit bogged down in it. I can get a little lost in it. I, I, I literally have a doomsday prepper as a mother and my entire life was filled with prepping for the unknown or prepping for stuff that went wrong. Like we, always had, we still laugh about it now, buckets and buckets of potatoes and rice in case we ran out of food or mum would have the bath filled up 
um, in every time we had a cyclone or every time there was a bad storm in Queensland, mum would fill the bath with water in case the water went off. We'd have to tape the windows every time there was a storm. Nothing ever happened to us. We were the only house in the street unscathed every time. <laughs> but if time. something did happen, you would have been set. set. We were absolutely <laughs> set. Um, and so I, I do find that there are times when I can capitulate a little Um and I've got a great sport network that will just call me my mother's name and it snaps me right out of that oh, shit. There's nothing quite like being <laughs> told that you're the parent you don't want to be like. Yes. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it goes down really well, but I tell you what, it stops me from doing what I'm doing. Yes. And I just I think that it's trying to mindfully make different choices about how we feel about the information that's coming at us. I don't I don't feel the need to argue. I don't feel the need to very often strongly disagree because I feel that there is space for everybody's thoughts or opinions. Um, and if it's information I just really don't want to hear, I'll remove myself, I suppose. So, mm. yeah, I don't, I don't have a straightforward answer to your very valid question. I have the reflex <clears throat> to, to argue with it and beat it down and prove it wrong and do the yeah, but thing. And because of my fortunate position of having, studied these principles for many, many years and lived them in various forms of doing really well at it and doing completely shit at it. I use that reflex as my little flashing orange light to say, pay attention Mm. and choose a better choice. Uh, So I generally grudgingly and reluctantly in some cases pay a lot of attention to those perspectives that are, very different to my own or outside of my own that challenged me. And usually within that, I find a fantastic left-hand turn that puts me on a better path than I was on, Mm. uh, which is often one that heads down the hill and into the swamp. (laughs) So (laughs) as challenging as it is, because I have a healthy or maybe like my growing love handles ego that likes to be right um it's usually better when i actually pay attention to that stuff and it can be hard it can be hard to step mm-hmm. out of the emotion that we feel and the thoughts going around and around and around and it feels like there's no other solution and, and that you know we know best but uh so many times in life i'm reminded that seeking outside input and perspective can help us make better balanced decisions, I guess, without getting caught up in filling the bathtub and doing that stuff. Uh, I've always had mentors in my life, whether it be um, paid ones. I've had plenty of coaches and mentors that I've paid or they've been uh, business mentors. You know, they're in, they're in businesses perhaps that next stage or two above mine where I, where I wanted to head and those people are usually pretty genuine. Genu- generous. Oof, that was hard with their information. <laughs> you can't even say uh, it generously. I can't. I can't. Um, so that's always been beneficial. And then I've had a good circle of friends that I would call many of them mentors. I've, I've really been blessed in my life to have some amazing uh, older people play big roles in my life. Careful. I don't mean grandparents or anything. I just mean people that might have 10 or 20 years on me, um, which tend to give some great perspective because you know, at, at 20, you think the world's ending if your weekend plans change or at 17, you think the world's ending if 
um, the boy didn't call you or, you know, the, your perspective changes as you get older. And now at um, my comfortably middle-aged age, um, I'm able to share my perspective with others as well, reasonably. But I've always made sure I was surrounded by older people to help me with my perspective. Um, so maybe I, I guess where I'm coming from there is we all need mentors. I think that's the long and short of it. We all need mentors, whether it be family, friends, professional. I, I always obviously suggest doing what I do, that if you have the opportunity to have a professional mentor for your business to help you get where you want to go, then that's a very smart option. Um, and we can help others by being their mentors or seeking out other mentors in our life to help us get that dose of perspective that we all need from time to time. I um, <clears throat> I don't know who... Uh, quoted it. I think it may have been Tiger Woods, and I'm madly googling here. I can see you googling to see if I can uh, if I can confirm or deny this. Um, but it's it's the whole idea that you can't see yourself swing. For those that don't know, Tiger Woods used to be a pretty good golf player. Pretty good uh, at some other things too. That's <laughs> recent times. We won't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> So maybe not maybe not a good example for me to use. <laughs> and just that whole analogy of trying to coach ourselves. Like every sports person in the world who is serious about getting results has a coach or a mentor or someone who can watch them and give them feedback. Yes. Many of us have probably handed our phone to somebody else and said, here, film me so I can have a look at what I'm doing. Mm. whether that's a sport or, I don't know, doing for something on a job salt. site or for some, I'm so bummed I didn't get video of it. Hey? You'll just have to go back to it again. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it on my kid's trampoline in the backyard and smash oh, my head no. on the springs on the side. Or Not something a good stupid. idea. Anywho, um, I might need to get some outside perspective on that one so I don't make I'll a help you with that one. But we, we do that because we can't see ourselves doing the thing or saying the thing. Even some of our advice for tradepreneur clients who want to start doing video on social media is video yourself and then watch it back so you can improve the way you speak and do that a few more times before you post your first one. Or if you want to get better at your sales scripts or how you handle your customer interactions and presenting proposals, record one and then listen back to it. And it's that you, you create a bit of objective perspective mm. where you can sit outside yourself and critically analyze what you're doing. Or you can actually just ask someone else to tell you, mm. particularly if it's someone who's, you know, achieved some things or two in that space and probably has made some mistakes and learned some stuff, whether that's someone like us here at Traders in Business or your peers, which is one of the things I love about our tradepreneur community. And um, I was replying to someone coming on board as a tradepreneur this morning that had emailed us uh, and I, I was saying that they're going to love the community because they're just such a, a rocking group of dudes and dudettes that mm. are looking at what other people are doing and giving like really great insight and perspective and feedback. And in doing that, even in giving other people, I'm getting wound up now, Coxie. It only took 20 minutes today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but when we give other people feedback, it forces us to think about what they're yeah. doing and have a look at it critically. And from that, we can actually take learnings from that as well. So it's like this double benefit. It's it's like I can't think of a stupid analogy right now. 
I'm sure it's like we something. Can, but I'm not going to. a double to. benefit? There you go. <laughs> you found it. I agree. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, you're absolutely right. And I think being a mentor for somebody else can be one of the best things that you can do because you begin to look at yourself critically. And that's what this is all about. It's just finding a different perspective. And like I mentioned somewhere earlier today about perspective and changing my mind, um, when you have to think about it differently, it allows that to happen. Whereas we get stuck in our own heads. We get stuck in our own heads all the time. We need that perspective outside, whether it even listening to the podcast can help move your perspective or shift your perspective. Fancy that. Now <laughs> I you realize like, how much of an idiot was is. <laughs> it's well, like, thank goodness I'm not like him. <laughs> well, that's a fair point. Now, Coxie, we have some merch to give away because a listener she used did. their listeners to Anyway, they took a screenshot of the episode and they stuck it on Instagram and tagged us with the answer to the question of what are cantaloupes, aubergines, and courgettes? And the answer is, Coxie, survey says. The survey says. Which one did you say? (laughs) I'm trying to remember. Cantaloupes. Cantaloupes are rock melons. Aubergine. Uh, um, eggplants <laughs> and courgettes, uh, zucchinis. Yes, what are snow peas? Because there's something else. Snow peas are snow peas. No, they have another name too. Anyway, so mm. our listener got it right. Um, good on you, Amy, Rockstar Amy. As always, not well my done, Amy. Amy, our client Amy, our client Amy. We have a few <clears throat> Amy clients now. Yes, so uh, some merch is on the way. What yeah. are we sending her? Have we got something yeah. in the in the basement there. I don't think there's anything here that Amy hasn't received previously. So I'm going to have to search a little further afield for Amy. <laughs> I could like autograph one of my T-shirts. I don't think Amy would find value in that and I would <laughs> not blame her. <laughs> so if you want to play the game as well, listeners, with your listeners, um, snap a screenshot. You don't get any merch this week, but just snap a screenshot and uh, tag us on Instagram and what, what can they tell us this week or this episode, Coxie? Oh, what's, the, what's, what's something they need some perspective on? I don't think anybody's yes. going to share. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> but that's a good question. Oh, I, I've got one. Have you done a forward somersault? Oh, good one. Let's make it competitive. All right. Let's get in there and compete. I have not. Just going to preface this one right up there. I've not ever done a forward somersault, nor will I. And, and by forward somersault, I mean actually landing it, not wiping out like my think? wife did and dislocating your toe. I will send merch if you send a video or tag Ooh. us in a video on social media. Absolutely, yes. I'll send merch for that. You don't even need to snap a screenshot of the episode. Just tag us in the socials of you doing love a forward it. somersault. Love it, love it. And we'll send, hang on, is this for the first person that does it, Coxie gets merch or everybody? First do we three. have that much merch? The first three. Let's first three. First three. There you go, listeners. And if you would like to get some perspective on something serious, I'm in a bit of a frivolous mood today, so we'll, we'll get a little bit serious here. Uh, if you would like some perspective on where you're at in your business, in your life, if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed with everything that's going on, um, reach out to us here at Tradies in Business. Uh, you can do that via our socials, of course. If you're super motivated and uh, you're ready to take the plunge and uh, have a crack at that forward somersault in your life and your business. Uh, You'll find a link in the description to this episode to book a free chat with Coxie and I. 
and you can have a yarn with us. We can give you some ideas and maybe even chat to you about you know, whether joining the Tradiepreneur community is uh, is right for you now. Um, but either way, you'll get some perspective from us and uh, Coxies will be really valuable. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Right. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.